You're listening to Stimulus Tech Talk, a conversation-based podcast created by Stimulus Technologies that covers a range of topics related to business and technology. Welcome to Stimulus Tech Talk. Today, we are talking with CEO of Stimulus Technologies, Nathan Whitaker. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Nathan Whitaker, and our goal in this podcast is to introduce you to uh, different people in business and technology. And um, luckily for you, or maybe not, uh, you get to hear a little bit about my story of stimulus technologies and what, uh, you know, what I've been able to do over the last 28 years um, with the company and, and well over 30 years in the industry. Um, so it's a great pleasure of mine to, to be with you and, and to talk a little bit about technology, a little bit about business. And our goal is, is to give you an introduction to this with a bunch of different people over over the time of this podcast. All right, Nathan, uh, why don't we talk about uh, the beginning of stimulus? Uh, take us back to 1995. Um, what was it about your first job that led you into the computer world? I'd actually always been interested in computers ever since I was a young kid. Um, my, uh, my family bought an Atari 800 XL when I was eight years old. Um, or actually a little bit younger. And um, I used to learn how to program um, on it, um, basic programming language. And my brother and I experimented around quite a bit on that computer. And, um, you know, that kind of started off my desire to enter the technology field. Um, shortly after I was 16, got a job at a small computer store where I was building computers, helping with returns, customer service. Uh, it was just a small computer store, but it got me hands-on with with computers and with the industry. And, you know, at that time in 95, things were changing quite a bit. And the gentleman that owned the shop decided to close it down. And um, that's what made me interested in, you know, starting my own business. So I was seeing what he had, and, and uh, that's when I decided to uh, to start my own. Okay. So when you decided to start, you approached your, your dad and... With it, what was what was his reaction? Um, you know, I, it, as a father, I'm sure you know, 16, 17 year old coming and saying he wanted to start his own business, um, you know, with some trepidation. Uh, but uh, my brother and I were very both excited about it. Um, my dad had owned several companies before, and he he knew what it took. Um, he gave us some good advice, and which I still think holds true today was everything takes at least twice as long and costs twice as much as what you think it will do. Um, you know, we had these grand ideas that we were going to grow quickly and things were going to take off and, uh, it ended up, you know, being a lot slower start, um, than both my brother and I expected. Uh, but you know, everybody was really excited in the family to have this, uh, this family business. And, um, again, it, it, with with some concerns and some fatherly advice, we we got through it, and we were both very excited about it. For all three of us. Um, so, as a seventeen year old, how did you approach the business aspect of it? I mean, how much was your father involved, or did he kind of let you jump in and and figure it out? You know, it's funny. So at seventeen, I wasn't even allowed to be on the articles of incorporation of the business. You had to be eighteen, and so. Um, you know, that, that was just always an interesting fact that I couldn't even sign on um, for the first part of the business. So my dad and my brother kind of handled the um, the financial and, and setting up the, the business licensing, you know, 
1995, everything was done by hand. Um, you know, my, I just remember having to walk into the bank and setting up a checking account and um, having to file for our business licenses in person. So, you know, nowadays all that's done electronically, but it was definitely different, uh, different back then. You know, we divided up the responsibilities. My dad handled most of the financial side. Um, my brother and I uh, handled the tech side. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We set up a shop in my brother's garage. And a few of the clients that were uh, clients of the computer shop I worked for started um, you know, doing business with us. And it was also friends and family. Our first computer we built was for one of my uh, dad's clients. Um, he was a stockbroker at the time, and, and one of his clients wanted a computer. And so that was our first computer we built. And uh, you know, finding customers and finding people wanting to do business with us was you know, a lot harder than we thought. Um, that was probably one of the biggest challenges is, you know, getting beyond just friends and family um, was tough. Um, learning marketing um, and actually getting our word out was, um, you know, was difficult. I, I remember walking around um, a neighborhood for a while and, you know, doing door hangers on people's houses um, and, uh, you know, just trying to figure out what made sense to get our word out. Um, you know, they call it guerrilla marketing and you know, it was just whatever we could do to get our get our name out there. That's how we started. So that kind of covers. Um, I was going to ask you about your biggest challenges. So what was unexpected? What didn't you? What maybe happened that you weren't expecting as a new business owner? You know, working for somebody always allowed me to have somebody else in the office or shop to ask when I had problems. You know, there was always you know the manager or the owner of the store that had the answers. And I just remember this one job that we had um, that we were setting up a small network uh, for um, for a new business. And it was like 20, 25 computers we were setting up. It was probably our biggest contract to date. And um, we ran into this issue that we, could, we couldn't get the network to work quite right. We could get a few computers on at a time, but once we added more than about three or four, the whole network would crash. And we were there, you know, like two or three days straight and just couldn't figure out. And, you know, in my past experiences, I would have just gone to my boss and, and say, Hey, what's, what, what do you suggest? What's wrong? But I realized in that moment that as the owner, um, even as young as I was, I had to be the one that, you know, had the final answers and especially, you know, my brother and I were just working together. So that was the diff- probably one of the biggest challenges is realizing that you're, you're on your own and, and, um, you know, trying to find answers from other people were hard. You know, today it might have been just a quick Google search to figure out what was going on. But back then it was um, a lot more difficult to find answers. So, um, you know, those were some big challenges that we face is, you know, the buck stops with the, you know, with the owner of the company, with the people that are running it. And, and it still holds true today. I mean, everybody inside the company now looks to me for the final answers of what to do. And, and sometimes that's, that's scary, you know, because I might be wrong. And, um, you know, I, I have to admit I'm wrong often. Um, but, you know, people are always looking for, you know, for that escalation, for that answer. And, you know, as a business owner, you're the one that is supposed to have it. So. And did you have trouble um, with people kind of building that trust being a teenager when you're first starting out this business, like approaching people that you're, you know, you're, you're the owner and this is a real business. Um, 
I, you know, I'm in my forties now and I still feel that way sometimes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was definitely difficult, uh, you know, building up that level of confidence, um, with clients, um, you know, being a teenager, uh, being a college student, um, you know, I would, I, I was, I admitted what I was, you know, and, you know, we weren't able to charge uh, a lot of money for the services. It was, you know, probably for the first four or five years, it was more of a learning experience and hobby um, than anything else to, to build that level of confidence up and that, that expertise. Um, and it had to come quick, you know, when you're, when you're an employee, when you're, you know, working for somebody else, you can lean on, lean on others. But as the person running the company, the, the, um, the time of learning has to happen so much faster. Um, and so, you know, it, it definitely took some time. And, and luckily, you know, my brother and I were, worked really well together and bounced a lot of ideas off of each other. And, and we found like a close group of people that helped us um, to working with different vendors uh, and learning from them um, allowed us to gain that expertise very quickly. And at what point did you realize it was time you could move out of your garage and, and get a real uh, shop? So that actually, uh, I, I actually stepped away from the business for two years to uh, serve a mission for my church. And while I was gone, um, my brother had a uh, was running the company and had a client that offered a small space um, in an office next to them that we moved into. And so when I came back from my mission, um, you know, that's what, uh, you know, what he had done while I was gone and it was a good opportunity for us to start growing. It was, um, it was a great client of ours. Um, and you know, they were growing themselves. We kind of grew with them. Um, and it gave us the opportunity to hire on, um, our first employees and have a location to work out of, um, about the same time, um, while I was gone, my brother was working on some software projects and one of them really took off. Um, and he left the company shortly after I, I returned to the company um, to, to work on his software project. So it was a, it was kind of a change of the guard of the company, and, and it's been good for both of us. Um, you know, he runs a software, a medical software company, and I'm running this business uh, as the IT and Internet services. Um, and But, you know, that, that is scary to step out on your own. I remember – moving out of that really good deal of an office sharing with one of our clients into our really first office space that we're paying good money. Um, and, and having that weight of now I, I have a monthly lease at, to pay for and make sure that we have enough income coming in every month to pay for our employees, um, pay for this lease and, and the additional things that we have going on. It was a, it was a big change for us. Um, but you have to make, you know, there's risk in business and you have to make those choices and accept the risks that come with them. If you're too fearful of risk in business, um, you lose out on a lot of opportunities. Um, and so, you know, taking those calculated risks and making sure that um, you're balancing that out with, you know, understanding what the consequences might be if it doesn't work out um, and mitigating those consequences as best as possible. You know, I've had to learn you know, small step after small step over the last uh, almost 30 years of running the company. And so over 30 years, that's you know, a very long time, and you're still pretty young. So um, what are the biggest changes that you've seen in the industry since you've started? 
So, you know, when I got my first job, um, we were installing DOS still on computers. Most of the, most of the machines were running um, DOS 6.2, and we installed a lot of WordPerfect um, on computers and uh, tech screens. I remember, you know, Windows 3.1 came out while I was working at that shop, and, you know, that was a huge change, you know, um, and you could network the computers, share files. Uh, the internet was in its infancy um, in in college um, and actually in high school and then in college I did a lot of work um, initially with the internet um, and one of the things that excited me too is this new operating system that came out which is Linux um, which is the inspiration for our logo for our company and we used it quite a bit but this infant um, operating system um, that was open source people were willing to share it um, and develop on it. And we used it quite a bit inside our company um, and contributed a lot to, to Linux and uh, to the development of it. Um, you know, and it was all in its infancy. You know, even Microsoft was really in its infancy. Um, when we started the company, Windows 95 had just come out and uh, we started installing that on computers. And that was really a change that, you know, Windows 95 was a nice graphical user interface. Um, the web really started becoming popular in the late 90s, and uh, people were using these devices. And, and you think, you know, that wasn't that long ago. I, I mean, I said 30 years, but, it, you know, in the, in the time frame, you think about all the things that have happened in the last 30 years. Um, you know, 30 years ago, most people didn't have cell phones. They might have had a pager. If they had a cell phone, it was a flip phone. You know, it was just a really basic, you know, voice communication. Nowadays, you know, we have more power in our in our pockets um, than mainframes back, you know, when we started 30 years ago, um, which makes me excited. You know, what's the next 30 years going to bring uh, in the industry? Um, but, you know, it's just changed the way businesses worked. And that's over time, I've, I've learned that one of my favorite things about technology is seeing how technology can help companies and help people um, enhance their lives. I think it's made the world a lot better. It's brought us a lot closer as a, as a world. And used right, technology can really improve our lives. And that's that's what we're focused on. That's what my focus is, is help, helping companies and helping people use technology to improve their lives. All right. And so what, uh, you know, as we're wrapping up here, what advice would you give to somebody maybe a, a teenager, a young person just starting a, a business, especially if they're getting into technology? So I, I still go back to my dad's advice uh, from a business standpoint. Things take a lot longer and cost a lot more than you ever expect. Um, I, I mean, I have a lot of friends that come to me that want to start businesses. And, uh, you know, I ask them, you know, a few questions. Um, usually is uh, the question is, is why? Um, and a lot of people want to start businesses because they're tired of having a boss or they want the freedom to do what they want to do. And, uh, you know, and I quickly explained to them that, um, you know, that's honestly the wrong reason to start a business because in the end, you know, the business itself and all your clients become your bosses. So from going from, you know, one manager or boss or whatever you call it to many and, you know, the, the business has its own personality of its, of its own. Um, it's a lot more complicated. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love it, but you have to have the drive to push back against those challenges. And it's, it's no, you know, the statistics are, are clear that business is, is really hard. Um, 
it's a big challenge. And that's why most businesses don't make it past five years is because you have to push past so many challenges and so many roadblocks. And, you know, you there's no anticipation of making any money for the first couple of years in business. Even if you're well-funded, you look at these tech startups, um, you know, that have become great businesses, but, you know, the, the Facebooks, the Ubers, the Googles, all these large companies, Amazon, you know, they didn't make money for, you know, the first five to 10 years of their existence. The only reason that they made it through that is because they had the backing of large investors. And, um, you know, whether you're a small business or a large business, it's, it's really hard. It's a very big challenge. Um, and you have to be willing and, and know that you're going to be up against those challenges and going to be a lot of sleepless nights and, um, a lot of heartache. And, um, you know, it, they say blood, sweat and tears. And I've, I've had it all and I continue to have it all. I mean, there's, there's some days that it's just amazing and it's fun. And then some days you just break down and, and, uh, you just feel like the world is against you. Um, but it's, you know, I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, I'm glad I did it when I was young, you know, very young, uh, cause I had to grow up very quick. Um, you have to mature very quick and you got to put off a lot of things. You know, when I was running this business and going to school, um, you know, there was, there was no fun parties. It was a lot of hard work. You know, I, I grew up very quickly because of it. And, uh, um, be, you know, it just makes you grow very quickly, um, no matter what age you start. So again, it's a challenge and you just have to be, you have to realize that it's going to be a challenge. Um, but if you have a great idea and you have a concept that the world wants, um, and needs, uh, it's worth, it's worth the effort. Just, uh, be willing to push past it. And that's, that's what I've learned. All right. Well, that's great advice. Um, thanks so much, Nathan. And we will thanks, Sherry. Uh, tune in next time and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks, everybody.